Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about a three-step strategy for stress-free writing. Now, I've spoke about stress-free writing a few times in previous podcasts and related topics like writing productivity and motivation to write. But what I want to give you in this podcast is a simple three-step technique that really works well in reducing the amount of stress you may feel when you write something. Now, writing stress is very normal among all types of writers, not just copywriters, but any type of writer. Because after all, your job as a copywriter or a content writer is to look at a a blank page or a blank screen and turn that into motivating copy that's going to really work well for the client. So there's a big leap there between a blank screen and filling it with great copy. So there's a stress there. Uh, Will you be able to pull it off? Will you be able to pull it off in time by the deadline? So there's writing stress is very normal. But I've come across a technique that I've used over the past few years that really reduces that stress, that weight you feel when you're working on a client project. You have to get it done and it has to be done right. And you're wondering if you're going to make it by the deadline. You know, the kind of stress that sucks a lot of the joy out of writing. And you don't want to do that. You want to enjoy the writing that you're doing. So let me walk you through this three-step technique. And then try it. Try it for yourself and see how it works. So here are the three steps to stress-free writing. Step number one is to track your writing time per project. You need to get in the habit of tracking how much time it takes for you to complete certain types of projects. How long does it take for you to write a blog post? How long does it take for you to write uh, an email campaign with four emails? How long does it take for you to write uh, a white paper or another type of marketing project? You need to keep a record of this. In fact, I keep a record of this in an Excel file because I find it's handy. I can open it up and scan it and see how much time it takes me to complete certain types of projects. Now, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to track your time? You want to do that because you want to build a knowledge base of how long it takes you to write things. Because I can tell you from experience, if you think you know, but you don't track how how long it takes you, if you think you know how long it takes you to write an article, if you think you know how long it takes you to write a website or an email campaign, unless you're tracking, you don't. Because I used to think that way. I used to think I knew how long it took me to write a case study. I used to think I knew how long it took me to write a direct mail letter. Or at least approximately, I would say, it's going to take me about five hours for that. It's going to take me about three hours to write this. I thought I knew until I started tracking. And when I started tracking how long it took me to write something, I was in for a surprise. Some things, some types of projects that I thought I was writing pretty quickly, it was actually taking me more time than I thought it did. And there were other types of projects that I thought were taking me a long time. Like I I used to think it would 
took me forever to write a white paper. And then I found, you know what, white papers are long-form projects. They do take a while, but they didn't take me as long as I thought they took me. And I didn't know this until I tracked my time. So you need to track your time for projects. And there's a couple of ways you can do this. One obvious way to track your time is to use a timer. There's all kinds of timers available. You can buy a timer app that will track your time per project. There are some timers available you can download from the internet that are designed specifically to track your time on projects. You can also just manually write down the time. You can set a timer on your iPhone or on your watch or even on your computer and simply write down uh, the times that you work on a project. Just make sure you uh, take away your breaks and things like that. So a timer is an obvious way to do it. But I think a better way to do it, the one that really works best for me, is the built-in timer in Microsoft Word. Now, chances are you use Microsoft Word to write. Uh, most writers do. Uh, Microsoft Word for Mac or Microsoft Word for PC. But what you may not realize is that Microsoft Word has a built-in timer, and it times how long you've been working on a project. In fact, you don't have to push any buttons. You don't have to turn this feature on. It's on automatically. Okay, and here's how it works. Every time a document is open, a Word document is open on your screen, and it's on the front and center. In other words, you may have other documents open, but they're in the background. But your Word document needs to be up front. So you're working on your Word document. It's open on your screen. As soon as you do that, the timer starts automatically. And it times how long you've been working on that project. And then when you minimize Microsoft Word or close Microsoft Word, the timer stops. That's important because if you're working on a document for, let's say, a couple of hours, and then it's lunchtime, don't leave the document open on your computer because it will continue to track the time while you're having lunch. It'll throw off your results. <laughs> okay, So make sure you minimize Microsoft Word or close it when you take a break or when you finish working on a project or when you go down for lunch. But it's a great timer. And let me describe how to access it. Now, depending on what version of Microsoft Word you have, uh, it may be, the instructions may be a little bit different, but this will give you a starting point. In Microsoft Word, to access how long you've been, how long you've been working on a project, you click on the File menu, you scroll down to where it says Properties, and you click on that. And then you'll, a window will open up, and you'll click on the tab Statistics. When you click on that, it'll tell you how long, how many minutes, you've been working on the project. It's called total editing time. But really, is it's this total time that the document has been open and that you've been working on it. So it's a great, it's a great built-in timer. And you don't have to, it comes with Microsoft Word. You don't have to do anything. It's very accurate. And it gives you this permanent record of how long it's, take, it's taken you to work on a project. It gets a little bit tricky if you uh, do an outline in one document and then you have a fresh new document that you're writing in and then another fresh document to do revisions and you got to add the numbers together to get your total uh, time on that project but it's not that difficult but it's a great way to track your projects uh, track your writing time and like I said you want to track your writing time because you want to build this knowledge base of how long it takes you approximately to complete certain 
projects because just knowing that alone reduces a lot of stress. For example, if you know that it takes you about three hours to write a case study from blank screen to having it ready to send to a client, then that's, that's good to know because all you need is a three-hour chunk of time and you know you can do it. It relieves some of the stress because it relieves some of the mystery out of how long it takes you to do it. Now, you may have spent some extra time interviewing your client's customer for the case study, doing some preliminary outlining and things like that. What I'm talking about is going from blank screen to finished product. You need to time that. So you need to build this knowledge base of how long it takes you to complete certain projects. So track your writing time for project. That's step number one in this technique for stress-free writing. Step number two, and this is really important, is think about your ideal writing schedule for projects. Are you a marathon writer? I mean, do you, do you like to sit down and just crash through and then write for seven hours straight and write a whole website in one fell swoop? Are you that kind of marathon writer? Uh, if you are, then that's then you you should you need to know that you need to think about that because knowing that's going to help you plan your work and write in a way that that you want to write. I'm not a marathon writer. I'm more of a sprint writer. I write in short sprints. I can work on a project for one or two hours and really get into it. Maybe sometimes pushing into a third hour, but not much. But then I start to lose steam. Then it becomes very tough. Then, you know, my mind seems to close. And I need to, to quit what I'm doing on that project and start working on a different project where I can start fresh. That is my ideal way of writing. Writing in two-hour sprints. So you got to know that. And I would recommend that you write down what your ideal writing schedule and style is. Do you like writing in the mornings? Is mornings your, your best time? You need to write that down. Are you like me and like writing in short sprints? You need to write that down. Uh, but you need to write down what your ideal writing schedule is, the kind of writing schedule where you're going to enjoy writing, where you're going to look forward to the writing, uh, where you do your best work and you're really in the zone, okay? Your ideal writing schedule. One thing I do that really helps me, what part of my writing schedule is that when I start working on a project, let's say it's a white paper, I will work on it every single working day. I won't skip any days. If I start working on a white paper on Monday, I'll do a little bit on Monday, a little bit on Tuesday, a little bit on Wednesday, a little bit on Thursday, uh, because I find that gives me a lot of momentum. It just, I build a head of steam and it really helps um, create a, an energy and I really get into the project and I do a better job and do it faster and it's more enjoyable. If I skip a couple of days, if I work on a project Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, then I do something else Thursday or Friday and don't get back to that first project until next week, that gap, I tend to lose steam. I tend to have to catch up on that project all over again. So for most writers, Part of your ideal writing schedule will be when you start a project, work on it a little bit each day until you're done. I think a lot of writers are like that. So think about that. You may not be like that yourself, but you want to sit down. You want to write down what your ideal writing approach is. Because when you're planning your writing, you want to plan to write in that way, that enjoyable way. So 
where are we so far? Step number one, you want to track your writing time so you know approximately how long it takes you to complete projects. And then number two, think about the ideal writing schedule for you. Now, step number three is to block out those writing times on your calendar. If I'm working on a white paper, for example, and let's say I've done all the research, I know what I have to write, but now I have a blank screen in front of me and I have to fill it with seven, eight, nine pages of great content for a white paper. Um, how do I do that? Well, if I'm starting on Monday, remember I said I would work in short sprints? I will probably work on that project in the mornings because mornings are my best writing time. I'll probably block out 8 to 10.30 in the morning, Monday, to work on that project. And then Tuesday, I'll block out another two hours in the morning. Then Wednesday, I'll block out another two, maybe two and a half hours. Thursday, block out another two hours. Friday, block out another two hours. And I'll work like that, work on it every single day. And I can tell you, that's my ideal writing time for a project. Short sprints of two hours, maybe three hours on a project every single day until it's done. And by Friday, I'm going to probably have it uh, in a rough draft format by then. And then if I start working on it Monday, if I don't work on it on the weekend, I'll have a similar schedule until it's done and ready to submit to the client. That's my ideal writing schedule. And I block that time in my calendar. So I don't have to think about it. I don't have to sit here and think, oh, I have a white paper to write. I only have two more days left. I better get working on that project. No, no, I don't think that way. It's already blocked on my calendar. The appointment has already been made. I just have to show up as the writer and sit down and, and work on that project for the two hours or the two, two and a half hours I've blocked out on my calendar for that project. Just doing that uh, reduces a lot of stress. And because I know approximately how long it takes me to write a white paper, from blank screen to uh, ready to submit to the client, because I know that, I can block out the, uh, my schedule very accurately so I don't have to worry about deadlines. I don't have to think about, oh, will I get this done in time? I don't have to worry about that because I'm working on the project a little bit each day. I know how long, how many hours it's going to take me to finish. So I schedule appropriately. And sure enough, I'm usually done on time or ahead of time. Often ahead of time because I always give myself a little bit of a buffer as well. So that technique, that three-step technique to stress-free writing, really works like a charm. You want to track your writing time on all projects so you become more knowledgeable as far as how long it takes you to complete projects. You want to think about your ideal writing schedule per project. What's the ideal time of day for you to write? Are you a marathon writer or a sprint writer? <laughs> and number three, you want to block out those times on your calendar. And I highly recommend whatever project you're working on, if it's a project you can't complete in one day, schedule to work on it every single day until it's done. That way you'll build momentum. So I hope those three steps to stress-free writing helps you. And I encourage you to try it. It works for me. It works for a lot of other copywriters and content writers as well. So that's it for this week's podcast. I hope you found it helpful. And would you do me a favor? If you have any topic suggestions, please uh, shoot them my way. My email address is steveslonwhite at gmail.com. I'd be delighted to hear from you. For past episodes of this podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes or go to www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.
www.jeffcoachingcoach.com. So until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.